We are back on KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay. Thanks for hanging out with us here. And whether you're listening on the app or, you know, you can download the app off of our app store or off of your app store. It's absolutely free. Uh, KTOE Radio, just look for that. Or whether you're listening on regular radio or perhaps in the replay, you might be checking us out online where you see us. Uh, It's now our time to check in with our friends from Mankato Clinic and uh, Marie Wood in studio. How are you doing, Marie? I'm doing great, Lisa. Thanks for having us. Thanks for uh, last time you sent me Katie, and Katie did a great job from the physical therapy department talking a little bit about the vestibular system. I said I'm now an expert on that. Yes, it's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. And so if you want to check out that particular interview about maybe being dizzy or suffering from vertigo, uh, that's also on KTOE.com in the podcast section. And you brought somebody else from physical therapy in today. Yep, we've got Jake Nino today, and he's a physical therapist, and he's going to talk a little bit about staying active in the winter and also when it's time to see a physical therapist. All right. Well, Jake, welcome to the KTOE studios. Thanks. I'm glad that you're here. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself, first of all, being a a physical therapist with Mankato Clinic. How did you get involved in physical therapy and decided that this is what you wanted to do with your life? I always joke around a lot that I have an older brother, so I got hurt a lot. But I've always been active in sports. I've always been very fascinated in the health and wellness realm. And so I think that just naturally grew through high school, through undergrad, to lead me to that direction. So it just kind of my love for health and wellness and that kind of conservative care aspect of it really kind of led me there. Right. And physical therapy, um, what type of people do you see in in your business? Um, Age ranges all over the place, I can just imagine. So we typically see about 12 and up. Okay. So there is no upper limit age. And then I am a typical, I'm an outpatient orthopedic therapist, meaning that I'll see anything orthopedics. Now I do have my special niches in sports med and even more specifically, I like to work a lot with barbell athletes. So CrossFitters, bodybuilders, you know, the average gym goer, weekend warriors, those kind of people are really where I I have grown my niche into. Right. I've seen a lot of people, including my older sons, that do a lot of the weightlifting and the barbell thing and the belts that have to happen. And I I often wonder, I'm like, you guys are going to get injured because they're lifting some heavy weights. The injury rate, this might be a side topic, the injury rate in these those kind of sports, as long as they're done well, is actually lower than what you see on forward, on field sports. I always tell people, like, your strength is your foundation to athletic performance. Okay. So as long as we can create a really strong foundation, we can move a lot of weight really, really well. It's just the making sure. And that's where I like to come in, yeah, is right? making sure that we're moving really, really well. I saw a little video the other day of a guy walking around the gym. I'm assuming this is much more like what you might do if you walk around a gym is like correcting people's form. I don't know. <laughs> I don't go out of my way looking for it, but I'm always happy to help if Maybe someone if asks. Maybe if it's a friend and yes. they know what you're doing, right? Do you get a lot of that, that whole like, oh, well, you're a friend and you know all about the positions and things I should be doing the right, you know, right way? Absolutely. Like I said, I, I'll help anyone out. I love, to, I love to give my advice when asked or when needed, but <laughs> I usually stay away because I don't want to be that guy that is just criticizing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Helping out, right? And hopefully they don't have to end up coming to see you for physical therapy because they've done something wrong. Uh, you know, at this time of year is... Uh, I mean, guess we're we're blessed with a little bit um, more mild weather than we've had, but uh, we're not probably outside as much. I'm going to say once it gets colder in Minnesota, we tend to like you know huddle up inside and and not do as much activity outside. And as a physical therapist, do you see what are the problems with that with with that we see with winter? So you said it perfectly. We just tend to not move as much. And studies show that we can reduce our overall activity by a third. And that study kind of looked more like nationwide. So I imagine the farther north you go, the worse that number probably gets. So when you're seeing that, 
that drop in activity, the negative consequences that go along with it can be pretty severe in any age population, but we start to see even more dramatic effect in the older adult. Okay. And and is that just because it's better for us to stay active and healthy or are we losing muscle mass? Or? Um, so anyone can lose muscle mass. We know as we get older, that rate of muscle loss can actually go faster. That term sarcopenia is age-related muscle loss. Oh. And so that rate dramatically increases as we get older. Or let me respect, it can it can increase, but we can also maintain that muscle mass a lot better with continued efforts, continued exercise and activity. All right. And so it, it, in the wintertime, uh, people are not doing things as much as in the summertime here in the north, uh, doing taking walks or hikes or biking. I always say we tend to, in the you know, up here in the north in the winter, we tend to treat our body like we treat our lawnmowers. As we kind of... <laughs> We kind of put it away for the winter and then we get mad and we take it out in the spring and it doesn't do what we want it to do. So we need to be mindful of that and be working through winter to really come out and come springtime thriving and really, you know, doing everything we want versus trying to mitigate those latencies that came about in the winter time. And this is a hard time of year, though. I mean, you come off of uh, of October and Halloween and all the candy right into Thanksgiving and then the Christmas. And I was uh, reading what did I, I, it actually said it was, it was a good thing that we don't gain as much weight as we think we gain over the holiday seasons. It's like one and a half pounds or something like that. Well, I, in my brain, I was like, oh, we gain, we, we gain about 12 pounds over the, <laughs> that's what it feels like. We want to watch other things too. Um, it's important to stay active, but as a physical therapist, do you work in the realms of like, you know, help, m- making sure that people have uh, adequate sleep and diet and all of those things? Yes. I mean, I tell everyone when they, someone comes in to see me, that's the biggest things I touch on is the basics. Like, how are you sleeping? What's your diet like? What's your activity like and your hydration? Because those are the four basic principles to any kind of healthy living. And any kind of outlier in one of those four areas can start to lead to a reduction in wellness, reduction in your health and reduction in your physical health, which is huge. When somebody comes and sees you for, um, I I suppose it's very personalized depending on what's going on with that person's body, but what are some of the general things as that you can recommend to us that we can keep doing or start doing through the wintertime? I always tell people, we're in Minnesota, winter's not going anywhere, we need to find a way to embrace it. And the coolest thing is, is Mankato has a ton of resources. Um, the number one thing I try to promote is trying to find something outside of your house, like leaving your house, both for your mental health and your physical health. That's huge. Being enclosed in your four walls all day is just not good for you in any way, shape or form. But like I said, Mankato is awesome. Did you know that Minnesota actually has the highest gym rate per capita oh, in, really? in the nation, which just seems weird, but I think it's places because, to go work out. Yes. Yeah. But in Mankato, I feel like is a great example of that. I feel like Mankato area, we have so blessed, have so many gyms in the area that you can go and check out. And now I get, you know, the argument to that is not everyone is a quote unquote, like a gym person, Mm -hmm. but each of the gyms here can create such a different atmosphere. And that's why I tell people the number one thing I'm looking for in a gym, me personally is, does it inspire me? Does it motivate me? And if it motivates you, fantastic. That's what I'm looking for. So I tell people, go check it out, go look around, go, go shop because there are tons of different, you know, resources and stuff like that around the area in Mankato. And so, I mean, outside the gyms, you know, we have two huge malls that promote walking. I think the Mass and East Mall is open mm-hmm. from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. I think the River Hills Mall is open from like 8 to 11 specifically for walking. So there are a lot of walkers I've noticed when I'm at the mall that, mm-hmm. and they go right around the outside of the outside of the inside of the building. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's like they get the most steps possible by just making sure that they're furthest towards the doors. But yeah, I'm always very pleasantly surprised whenever I am over in Madison East Mall mm-hmm. 
to see how many people there are just there to walk. I think that's awesome, but I also think it's an awesome resource that could still be utilized better through our community. We have so many people that just kind of stay in or, you know, walking is their main form of exercise. Well, you, you probably can't do that in the cold months. You know, right. like you said, we've had a mild winter, so it's been great so far. But I was able to have a plan in place. You know, I started talking to people in September, August, like, what is your plan for winter? Because oh. when I, when someone comes in and tells me like walking or outdoor activities are their main form of exercises, I'm like, well, we can't do that in the next coming months. So what's our plan? Having a plan in place is huge to be being successful through these, you know, five months of colder weather. Mm-hmm. I know that there's not much snow on the ground right now, but what about things that can get us outside still in the winter that are, you know, depending on our, our physical ability? You know, Mankato has a ton of recreational sports. You know, there's, you know, skiing with Mount Cato, there's cross country skiing, there's snowshoeing. I'm a big curler, so I'm going to throw my, I'm going to throw okay. my hat in the okay. ring for curling if you haven't checked it out. Um, even there's a bunch of pickup sports, you know, we have, you know, pickleball, like the YMCA has different gyms. Like there's a ton of different activities. Or then I'm even going to say like ice fishing, you know, it's just the fact of leaving your house, getting everything ready. There's a very physicality to that. And even still just getting you out of the house, that cognitive aspect of that is huge. So, you know, even from a recreational standpoint, there's so, so much that can be done and just kind of falls back to really embracing the winter right. because we're in here, we're in Minnesota. It's here to stay. So learn to love something. Yeah, go take a walk through the Kiwanis Holiday Lights. Exactly, I think right? that's what I'm going to do this weekend. As simple as that. Right? Yeah. You have to go if you're going to go. I always tell people there's four different ways that you have to experience it. You have to walk through. First of all, you can do that now without much snow there. You have to drive through, and then you have to do both with the snow on the ground because it's a completely changed uh, experience for you. The trails that are in this area. Uh, that afford people the luxury of getting out and doing some hiking. Like wintertime hiking is huge. You know, you got the cicada, you got the red jacket, biking, you know, you. Those down, fat tire bikes, you can do that in the winter, right? My coworker just told me it was a fat bike, National Fat Bike Day or something. Oh, was it? So I don't want to talk out of line, but you know, I mean, there's tons of resources out there. There's tons of stuff and there's a ton of different, you know, groups and stuff that just want more members so that the resources are out there. We just need to look for them and Put yourself out there to, you know, try something new and see see what sticks. Make sure to stay healthy, especially heading towards the winter months. Then you don't have so much of a problem, uh, you know, when it comes back towards the spring and everybody starts coming out again. You know, when you look at when you look at the overall decrease in activity in the winter months, I kind of bring it back to the CDC exercise guidelines. Okay, mm-hmm. they re-upped it in 2022, where there's kind of three buckets. There is your aerobic activity, there's your resistance training, and then there's your overall global activity. Okay. Okay. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing a dramatic decrease in the global activity for people. So that's like you're just your, you know, your yard work, your outside walking, those kind of things. You take that on top of just the overall decrease in exercise as well, because, you know, I say anecdotally, if it's in the summer months, I get home from work and it is a nice like mental reprieve for me to take my dogs out for a walk in the nature. The colder months come home, it's like... <laughs> it's oh, dark at 4 p.m., I, I want to go to bed. Like, I should take my dogs for a walk, but it's a much different mental standpoint for me. One thing is like a mental reprieve and one's like a chore. But that, you know, that mental standpoint, is even for me, I see that just the overall reduction in activity. And like you said, getting home at 6 o'clock on a, on a summer night, so much time for activities. Right. Get home at 6 o'clock on a winter night, it's like, well... Better throw a movie in and wind down for the night. Yeah, I'm going to sit on the couch, <laughs> right? Uh, talk a little bit about um, if we and when we, because we probably will, get the snow and people doing it. The, the thing that worries me about uh, people is the shoveling. The shoveling of the snow. Is there a way that we can make sure that we're safe? I mean, I, I'm. do we have to stretch beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, gold yes. standard, it would be awesome to, if everyone stretched beforehand. 
I think more long term, you know, I get a lot of people that will come in like, well, I snubble show. That's my exercise You're in the right. winter. I go, well, we can't control that. So there might be a week where you're doing it every day and then you might go a month without ever doing it. So we can't really count that as like structured exercise. But what we can do is keep your body ready for that, mm-hmm. you know, with a regular exercise regimen, whether it be at home, whether it be in a gym, whether it be whatever way you want to do it, keep your body on some structured regimen. So then when you do go out and shovel snow, it's not such a shock to your body such a dramatic change in activity from what you've been doing because that whenever you have that dramatic change of activity or something completely outside of your baseline that introduces the risk of injury exponentially higher than you know if we do keep ourselves active regularly throughout the week and month and and speak to those that maybe aren't interested in going out and getting a gym membership or doing something like that there are good exercise programs that you can use to keep busy at home online aren't there there are a ton of resources online so I, i as i said earlier Getting out of the house is good for your mental health and physical. Right. But absolutely, if you want to be someone, if you worked with you to work out at home, there are so many online resources. I don't even want to start because there's so many. So if you really want to, and that's what works best for your schedule, do a little research. Within five to 10 minutes of online research, you're going to find numerous things that work for you. And there's a bunch of free resources. There's things you can pay for. You know, it's a very minimal investment up to nothing. There's a lot of body weight movements that we can do to keep ourselves active. When it comes to exercise, Heart rate. Keeping your heart rate up is the biggest thing you can do. And I can do that by just getting on and off the ground numerous times than a burpee standpoint. <laughs> oh, he said burpee. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yes, I mean, you can make it as complex. You can make it as simplistic as you want to. But just keeping your body moving keeps it healthy. Do you as a physical therapist recommend people get the like the watches that people have on with heart rates and all of those? Like how accurate are those? And if we're like monitoring steps and things like that, is that a good thing? Are you- I always say people they're accurate enough. Okay. There, um, I always, you know, I don't want to ever spend someone's money, so it's whatever they want to do. Right. But I say, like, a step counter is a really good, like, baseline look into your overall activity throughout a day. You know, so if someone ever has it, I usually will always look at that because that tells me right there if you're getting, you know, five to 6,000 steps in a day, we probably need to bump that up. If you're getting 15,000 steps in a day, then I'm probably not going to talk too much about your overall activity because that's pretty good. Right. And maybe dial in as to what's not going right. So I like those. And then in regards, like I said, from an exercise standpoint, the number one focus is heart rate. Okay. So all of these smartwatches now will look at your heart rate. So it's a nice gauge into are you, whatever you're doing, are you getting that heart rate up? Because that's a really nice feedback for you to see and like, okay, like, Maybe I need to push my walk a little bit harder. Nope, I'm right where I need to be, and this is perfect, and I can maintain that. All right. Well, maybe that's something that's a good idea to throw under the Christmas tree for somebody uh, as we head towards the holiday. Most of my family knows something health and wellness related is coming from me. And that's coming from you. <laughs> You're trying to get everybody moving, right? Yep. Now, as far as a Mankato Clinic physical therapy, if people... Um, how do we know if we need to see you? I mean, obviously, if there's an injury and we're referred to you by our, our, our general practitioner, uh, we know, but... Um, it, it, can the regular average everyday Joe uh, see a physical therapist without it? So, I, I mean, I see a very wide range of injuries. My overall like baseline answer is if, you're ni- if your life is being negatively affected at all, mm-hmm. come seek some me- medical intervention. Come seek some physical therapy advice because it's those nagging injuries that you think will just you know go away in a week or two. Right. Leave you six months later with a very frustrated and very you know mentally defeated injury that just kind of take, took you out of what you wanted to do when you never expected that it would you know, affect you negatively like it did. But tell me about the physical therapists that are at Mankato Clinic, because when Katie Swanson was in last time, we talked a lot about the vestibular system. She's kind of an expert in that. It sounds like there are multiple physical therapists with different um, 
you know, or your areas of focus and passion? Yep. So we have a ton of different specialties. Um, I'd say the most of us will always see some orthopedic. So everyone will see the orthopedic conditions, you know, your, your low back pain, your shoulder pain, your knee pain, stuff like that. Um, but then we all have our specialties. So we have lymphedema, we have pelvic floor, we have um, vestibular neurology rehab. We do a, we have a Parkinson's program, orthopedics. Um, I'm going to forget someone. I get back to the clinic. I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> what <laughs> about me? We, yeah. we do a really good job. So you don't have to worry about getting in touch with the right professional. When you call and set us up, everyone, ever, all of our schedulers know our specialties. They know our oh. personalities. So we do the best to try to match you efficiently with someone that you will you know, respond right. well to and then get you in the specialty and get you in the right front of the right professional. That's nice. That's very nice to know. Uh, and Marie, like if people have questions about whether I need to be referred or not, or um, what's the best place for people to go? Um, The best thing they can do is they can call our physical therapy department and they're at 389-8760, area code 507. So they can do that. They can also go on our website, mankatoclinic.com. And what we always tell people to do is check with your insurance, make sure that um, it's covered to go see your physical therapist, just so that you know your coverage. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes your insurance will tell you, too, whether you need a referral or not. So sometimes that's how it goes. So, um, but definitely call the physical therapy department. You can start there. Perfect. And Jake, I assume that uh, although you love to see patients, your goal as a physical therapist and health and wellness is so people don't have to come and see you. I always tell people, I'm here to I'm here to get you better, but my overall goal is to make you independent and have you give you a better understanding as to your body, how you move, and maybe what you aren't moving well through so you know that going forward. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for all you do. My pleasure. Thanks for having appreciate me. appreciate all of the information. We're going to work better. I need to get better at my steps. I know that. I have a watch. It might be in the drawer right now because I don't want it yelling at me. (laughs) I'll get over that one. That'll be my my New Year's resolution for you. Uh, Mankato Clinic in today, and we're talking a little bit more with uh, physical therapist Jake Nino. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.